Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by North Lancashire Libraries. Hi everyone, welcome back to the North Lancashire Libraries podcast For the Love of Books. My name is Chris Wilson, the e-services librarian, and today in our episode we are going to focus a little bit on the summer fun that can be had over the course of summer in libraries. And there's kind of three main parts that we're going to touch on. And the first of those is the Summer Reading Challenge. Then we're going to have a little bit of a look at Let's Go Summer. And we're going to round off things with a little bit of a look at summer reads that we are looking forward to reading over the summer months as well, some of our staff. So, first of all, let's talk about the Summer Reading Challenge. So if you haven't done the Summer Reading Challenge before, it's a challenge to encourage children to read over the course of the summer months and incentivizes it a little bit by getting little prizes. The idea is that they read six books over the summer and you get various prizes at certain stages in the challenge and if you complete the challenge you do get a medal and a certificate as well so it's fantastic for everyone and we usually do have little medal ceremonies as well to present the medals too and I have heard as well that the medal this year is wooden which is pretty cool too and this year's theme is Gadgeteers You'll see lots of great artwork on our social media and in our libraries promoting this and the artwork's always really, really good for the event. You can find out a lot more about the Summer Reading Challenge as well if you go onto the Summer Reading Challenge website, which you can find at www.summerreadingchallenge.org.uk and you can find out all about the programme from the organisers of the Reading Agency and it's delivered through all the public libraries in the UK as well so it's great to find out all about it and there's lots and lots of great activities challenges and things like that on their website too so you can have a little bit of a look through that and find out more do visit our libraries and get the kids signed up it's a great thing to take part in and if not just for to get the medal and certificate at the end and also the little medal ceremony as well it's always great fun to come along to our community librarian Gillian Hunt has put together a little bit of a clip for you to give you a little taster of the type of books that we have got available. Hello, I'm Gillian Hunt, the Children and Young People's Librarian based at Cumbernauld Library. This summer, some of our highlights in junior fiction include Keep Dancing Lizzie Chu by Glasgow author Maisie Chan. Her previous Laugh Out Loud novel, Danny Chung Does Not Do Maths, was shortlisted for the 2022 Blue Peter Awards, so we're definitely looking forward to reading this new one from Maisie. Another new title from a North Lanarkshire author this time is Charlie Green vs The Spotlight by Cumbernauld author Priscilla Manti. Her debut novel, Jazz Santos vs The World, was a great success last year and was one of our highlighted reads for Book Week Scotland. Charlie Green vs the Spotlight continues the uplifting stories of the Bramrock Stars team and focuses on the three big Fs, friends, following your dream and football. And as we move into the summer holidays and on to our summer reading challenge theme of Gadgeteers, what better time to visit The Treehouse Tales by Andy Griffiths and Terry Denton. They started with a 13 story treehouse they're now at 143 stories. So if you want to find out what goes on in these tree houses, whether it's them building an underpants museum, a time machine, an ant farm, a human pinball machine, why don't you come in and check out some of these rip-roaring books because they're a great way to spend your summer. Our latest book that we're interested in as well is Frank Hottrell Boyce's Noah's Gold. 
the premise just sounds amazing. Six kids marooned on an uninhabited island, their teachers vanished, they're hungry, their phones don't work. Disaster. Until they find a treasure map. We love Frank, Frank Cottrell Boyce and so we're really excited about his new novel. You can check it out in the library this summer. You can now come along to the library and get your kids signed up to the Summer Reading Challenge and enjoy a fantastic summer of reading and also get a medal and a certificate for them at the end of the summer. I mean, who doesn't really want to get one of those? So this is your chance. Come along and sign them up. And while you're there, you can check out the Let's Go Summer events. Let's Go Summer is the summer activities that are arranged by the cultural services throughout North Lanarkshire. There is some great events happening in the museum service as well and we have got tons and tons of great stuff happening in libraries. We have got a great range of digital events this year too which is fantastic. Their Login to Learn team have put together some great events for that and we're going to find out a little bit more about that from Hilary and Phyllis, our digital learning officers as well. But first of all we're going to have a wee look at some of the events that are happening in libraries. It's not them all. There was a huge amount of events, but we're going to tell you a little bit about a few ones that we think are some highlights. The first event in our listing that really caught my eye was Become a Spy at New Mains Library, and that's happening on Monday the 11th of July at 2.30. It's a free event, as is all our events this year, and it's inviting you to come along to New Mains Library for the afternoon and become a spy and help them solve a mystery by cracking a secret code and finding clues and there might even be a surprise at the end of it. So that sounds fantastic. It's suitable for people, kids from age 5 to 12, and there's no booking required for that one, so you just have to head along to New Mains Library and enjoy. As everyone knows, one of the favourite activities in libraries that runs regularly is BookBug, and we do have some summer BookBug sessions happening over summer too. But one of the ones that really stood out for me was the one that's happening at Abram Hill Library, which is a teddy bear's picnic with BookBug. And it's the last of the regular BookBug sessions before the summer break. And they're going to have you come along with your teddy, have a sing song, and they also provide a picnic for you as well. And as it's BookBug, it is suitable for zero to four, but booking is essential for that event. So do give Abram Hill a call on 01. 236-731-503 to make sure that you get a place at the Teddy Bears picnic. It's going to be a fantastic event, so make sure you do get yourself along to that one. There are plenty of other book bug sessions, so you do check your listing to see which ones are on near you and book out as well, because I think with all our book bug sessions, or most of them at the very at least, you will have to book to get your place for those. The next one that really caught my eye was paper boat decorating and the reason this caught my eye was because my son loves boats and so I thought this sounds like a fantastic activity. It's at Shorts Library and it's on Wednesday the 6th of July at 2.30 to 3.30 and it's free as well as, as all the events as I said earlier and it's basically a craft to help decorate your very own book and set sail for an adventure so it sounds fantastic. It's suitable for ages 3 to 12 and you do have to book a place at it, numbers are limited, and so you can give Shorts a call on 015018215556 and make sure you get along to get your boat ready to set sail and have some fun. Another event that really kind of takes me back to my childhood is one that's happening at Coatbridge Library, and it is the big Lego build, and who doesn't love Lego, let's face it? 
and the big Lego build is your opportunity to come along to the library, use the Lego that the library has to build some kind of wonderful gadget and take a picture of it and then we have to dismantle it at the end of the day so other kids can build stuff too. So it's a great a, a great chance to kind of get your hands on some Lego, use your creative skills and come up, come up with a fantastic Lego gadget. That's at Coatbridge Library on Wednesday the 13th of July at 2pm. Again, it's free and it's suitable for age 4 to 12 and you do have to kind of call Coatbridge Library to get a place for that as well. It's on, you can call them on 01236 856 444 and book a place. One more event that I really wanted to highlight as well from the listing before we move on to our digital events um, was one that's happening at Wishaw Library called Snake Mobiles Spinners and Fortune Tellers and that is on Thursday the 28th of July at 2.30 at 2.30 it's free and it's your chance to create your own slithery snake mobile a super spinner and fantastic fortune teller just again Harks me back to my own childhood of making those fortune teller things and stuff like that. It'll be a fantastic event for anyone that comes along. It's suitable for age 5 to 10 and booking is required because my pieces are limited. And you can call Wishaw Library on 01698 to make sure you get your place. Now, it's the exciting time to look at the digital events as well. I caught up with Hilary and Phyllis, our digital learning officers, earlier in the week to get the kind of real lowdown on the activities that they have got planned. They have got four brilliant events that are touring around a lot of the libraries and they are going to give us a good insight into what they each, each one of them are and let you know a little bit more about them. So, listen close. So guys, thank you for coming on and talking to us about the digital events. Um, Hilary and Phyllis are two digital learning officers for the North Atlantic Libraries. I thought I'd bring you guys in at this point in our podcast to just talk about the digital side of Let's Go Summer. Uh, we have got a fantastic programme of digital events coming along and you guys can fill us in a little bit more details about what the, the various events are. So we'll start off with Code Club uh, Bootcamp, I think. Hilary, can you give us a little bit more details about that? Yeah, sure. Um, we're going to run Code Club Bootcamp in, in Wishaw, Coatbridge and Cumbernauld this year. And some people might be familiar with Code Club, which we've run in some branches over the last few years, well, pre-COVID, um, which is an opportunity for youngsters to come and get a little bit of a taste of code, code, coding using generally Scratch, which is a, a block-based uh, code and uh, we can join things together and make games pretty quickly. And what we do have done before in the summer, and we're going to do this year again, is rather than run it over six or seven weeks, we're going to run it over five mornings. Um, so that by the end of it, the staff will be absolutely done in, but, it, but the people that have been involved, <laughs> yeah. you know, just that have been involved in it, will have some absolutely brilliant um, codes and games, hopefully. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a little chance to come, just spend an hour or so each morning, um, or afternoon, because I think we're doing one in the afternoon as well, just to really tire us out. Yeah. Um, just learning how to to fit almost like Lego blocks of code together, um, drag and drop them together, and see what happens to your characters and create your own little adventures with that. So it's, I I love doing it. It's 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 great fun, and it always amazes me just how quickly uh, people pick up 
yeah. what you can do and, and can make changes to it. And, and suddenly, you know, within that hour, you go from having nothing on the screen to having this really little cool little character running about or chat. The, the one I, I, I do enjoy in, in, this, in the whole scheme of it is uh, the chatbots when, when they have these little characters who then end up telling jokes. Um, during it, and I, that's sure to um, Chris. You want to come along and get some more dad jokes out of that one? <laughs> I don't know any dad, dad jokes for me, but maybe, maybe, maybe other folk would uh, disagree with me. But yeah, <laughs> no, that sounds fab, absolutely fab, and um, it's great to kind of get that kind of really basic kind of learning of of coding on the go with with kids and stuff like that, <laughs> at LH age and stuff like that sort of stuff. So that's really really good. Um, the the next uh, event we've got uh, is the virtual reality events. Um, Phyllis, do you want to? Can you tell us a little bit about what the plan is for those? Yeah, the the virtual reality event just to just to kind of confound everybody and prove that when you're doing something with computing, you don't need to be just sitting down at a computer doing it. Um, we've got some virtual reality apps that are going to introduce children to the space station. Fantastic. We'll get them, we'll get them under the sea, looking at coral reefs, looking at the wildlife. Um, and pretty much anything else you can think of. We'll do a wee bit of sightseeing, um, we'll maybe do a wee bit of game playing, we might even do some some fitness activities. And to make sure that everybody's included and anybody can do it, we are going to supply each person taking part in the activity with a set of Google Cardboard glasses. Ooh. Which lets you put your Android phone or your, your Apple device into the glasses, the lenses and everything are all there and you can immerse yourself in virtual reality. Fantastic, that's nice, absolutely fab. I've, I have done some bits of VR with Hilary in the past uh, at Mother Library and I thought that was fantastic. She transported me to the Congo or something like that, I'm sure it was yeah. at some point. Yeah, and it was it was just very surreal being in Mother Library surrounded by a whole bunch of rainforest trees and stuff like that sort of stuff. So, so fantastic. Um, and it's a, it's just it's a great experience, I think, that kind of VR experience, isn't it, Hilary? It is. Um, we, we, we got the chance to try it a couple of years back as part of our BBC project and that was my first experience of it and it was absolutely super. Um, I think important for us to say, although we've said bring your own uh, your own uh, smartphone with us, we will have some headsets and some uh, phones already with them for anybody that doesn't have access to one. Um, just come along and try it and get, have a shot and see where you can end up. It is it's an absolutely super way to travel and go visit places without leaving the comfort of your own library. Fantastic. Now, taking further on to the kind of coding side of things, there is another event called Life Size Coding as well. Um, and and we're, Phyllis, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, the, the Life Size Coding, um, really we wanted to make sure that we had something that some of the younger kids were going to be able to do. Um, so although the Coding Bootcamp uh, suggests that you need to be able to sit at a computer and do a bit of typing. Life-size coding, as long as you can follow step forward, turn right, turn left, then you're up for it. Um, we will have a massive game board laid out. We're looking okay. to have a 91 square uh, game board set up in each of the libraries that we're, we're doing this in. We'll have various obstacles laid down on the, the board and we're going to be using basic coding language, which is forward, back, left, right. Okay. And you will, at the end of the session, have your own script 
which is your program to get your teammate or your avatar from one side of the board to the other. That sounds absolutely fabulous. And uh, do we have, do we have the floor space in some of the libraries for that for that for that size of board game we've got? The the, the, um, the the board game <laughs> that we've got it's constructed of uh, you know those kind of foam mats, play mats. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the smaller size of them. So the biggest game board we're going to be able to do is the one with the 81 squares. So it'll be nine by nine uh, cubes. And then depending on the, the area that we've got in each of the libraries, we'll maybe go a wee bit smaller. And if we've got really tiny tots who are wanting to do it, if we've got mums and dads coming along with somebody that's still taking a wee bit of support to walk and maybe holding on to hands when they're walking, we can do a smaller game board for them and do one that's just three by three. But for Perfect. the ones that are up for a challenge, like me, <laughs> then uh, I'm up. For, I'm up for doing the one that's nine squares by nine squares. That sounds absolutely fabulous, and I'm sure loads of folk will have lots of great fun doing that. And and it's a great kind of kind of sort of visual representation of how coding really works, really, isn't it? It gives you the opportunity to kind of like see how a code, uh, a, a sort of programming or coding kind of follows those to basically simple instructions, like you said, like kind of back, forward, left and right and sort of stuff. So it's a great opportunity to see just how coding actually kind of works in a kind of real sense. The final major um, digital event that we've got going on during the summer is Interland. That, and um, how did you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I can. I can do I, what I will say about this is I've played with this site and it confirms to me that I'm useless at computer games. <laughs> um, but basically, um, the and um, Interland is we're going to use a, a website, um, but it's the Internet Legends, which basically allows you to to game, uh, but it encourages that little bit of conversation about being secure online, being kind to people online, and being brave about what you do there. Um, but being alert for scams. So it's a little bit about you know, respecting people, protecting your staff, having the fun of the gaming side of it. And each of the little lands that you go through in the game has got its own cool character. And a library activity is not a library activity if you don't do a little bit of craft. So <laughs> we're going to have the cutouts ready to make. And so the challenge in this one is, can you get all four certificates and make I did. I did. I got all four. I'm an internet <laughs> legend. I'll, I'll, I'll fess up here. I had to get one of our digital assistants on a call with me to talk me through what I was doing. And I don't know if he stopped laughing at me yet <laughs> in, in terms of how poor I am at computer gaming. Um, but eventually, eventually with a lot of practice and a lot of persuasion and a lot of, no, press that button now, press that button now, do this, do that. I eventually got there. Um, so I think anybody who takes part in this is probably going to get a far better score than I managed. Uh, They'll certainly but, get a good laugh at me doing it because I was most frustrated by my wee avatar dude flying too fast and he kept yep. smacking into rocks. Yep. So, well, yeah, the you staff that, might yeah. be the most entertaining part of the whole session. <laughs> this is it, Phyllis. We've got to be ready and prepared for the fact that we will get blown away by these Time to practice, youngsters Helen. who Time to just practice. come in and... This is it. No, I, I think to be honest, I'm going to do my usual. There's the game. How can you get on? You tell me how it works. <laughs> Gosh, I'm giving away my secrets for coding as well. Oh no. 
that sounds absolutely fab, fabulous, guys. And the the four the job events sounds like a great addition to the Let's Go Summer program. And it looks like the kids are going to have lots and lots of great fun, learning some great digital skills throughout the summer. So well done and putting together what sounds like an absolutely fabulous part of the program. And you can find out, everyone that wants to take part in the, the events can find out more about them by going on the website and looking at the Let's Go Summer section. And I'll tell you all the booking information for the both the digital events and also the other events that we've got running throughout summer. So do check that out and um, have some fun throughout summer. But thank you, Hilly and Phyllis, for joining me and get filling us in a little bit more on the digital events. So there you have it, that's a little bit of a sneak preview of some all the digital events that we've got coming and a little bit of part of the Let's Go Summer activities as well. There's so much going on and it's such going to be a great summer of activities and the Summer Reading Challenge just adds to that too. Do get involved, come along and see what you want to get involved in. Have a look on the website at culturechannel.co.uk slash let's go to find out all the Let's Go Summer events and do sign up to them. Now, we can't have the podcast without having some book recommendations or what we are reading recommendations and things like that too. And so to round off the podcast, I have got some clips from some of our staff who are going to tell us what they are hoping to enjoy over the summer months. So we're going to hear from Alison, Hilary, Peter and Jennifer who are going to tell us about the books that they are hoping to read over the summer and enjoy. Hopefully it'll inspire you to pick up some of them too. And I'll also give you a little insight into what I'm planning on reading over summer as well. Then we're going to move on to the close of the episode and have a little roundup of a few service updates for you as well. So hope you enjoyed these. Hi, I'm Alison and I'm the community librarian based at Coatbridge Library. This summer, I'm excited to read Still Life by Sarah Winman, a big-hearted story of people brought together by love, war, art and the ghost of E.M. Forster. Starting in 1944 in the ruined wine cellar of a Tuscan villa, as bombs fall around them, two strangers meet and share an extraordinary evening. Ulysses Temper is a young British soldier, Evelyn Skinner an art historian and possible spy. She has come to Italy to salvage paintings from the wreckage and relive memories of the time she encountered E.M. Forster and had her heart stolen by an Italian maid. Evelyn's talk of truth and beauty plants a seed in Ulysses' mind that will shape the trajectory of his life and of those who love him for the next four decades. Moving from the Tuscan hills and piazzas of Florence to the smog of London's East End, still life is a sweeping, sun-soaked, life-affirming novel about beauty, love, family and fate. Reading it almost feels like being there on holiday yourself. Hi, my name is Hilary from Motherwell Library. This summer, my summer read is going to be Harlem Shuffle by Colson Whitehead. I'm reading this because I've had it for ages now and it's finally going to get the priority it deserves. The story is about Ray Carney, a furniture salesman in Harlem, New York City, in the early 1960s. Ray's been involved in some low-level crime before, but his cousin falls in with a crew who plan to rob the Hotel Teresa, which is also known as the Waldorf of Harlem. And he pulls Ray further into the crime world, 
Ray has to navigate a way through all of it, keeping himself and his cousin alive, while also keeping his business reputation. I read The Nickel Boys by the same author last year and loved his characters and his storytelling. He made tough situations really readable. So I'm hoping he's worked his magic too with this part family saga, part crime novel. Hi, my name is Jennifer. I work at Shots Library. This summer, my summer read is going to be Circus of Wonders by Elizabeth McNeil. It caught my attention because I'm a big fan of Victorian circuses. The story is about a young girl who is covered in birthmarks, so her father sells her to the circus to become a freak show. However, she becomes top bill for the circus, and when her fame begins to eclipse that of the circus owner, the blurb says that she could be in danger. So I'm very excited to see how it all unfolds. My name is Peter Benassi from Motherwell Library. This summer, my summer read is going to be The Messy Lives of Book People by Phaedra Patrick. I'm reading this because it was highly recommended to me by a friend. It's essentially a story about a mother of two boys in their late teens who works jobs as a cleaner. And in her spare time, she's an avid reader. But she also dreams of one day becoming a writer herself. And that cherished ambition may very well come to fruition courtesy of one of her clients. So there are some fantastic reading suggestions from Alison, Hilary, Peter and Jennifer. Hopefully it will maybe inspire you to pick one of those up. Or you could always pick up the book that you want to read over summer. Tell us about it on social media as well if you've got a particular one that you're really looking forward to reading. Summer is a great time to get into reading. There's sunshine, hopefully, in the air. And you can get out of your garden, enjoy a book in the sunshine. It's the best way how to enjoy a book, I think, personally. Now, what book will I be reading over the summer months? I am currently reading Waiting for the Miracle uh, by Anna McPartland. I've read one of her books before and it was really, really enjoyable. And this one is our Facebook book group of the month at the moment. And I'm really enjoying it and uh, hopefully uh, others in the group will have enjoyed it as well. It's about a group of um, women who have met through an infertility group and they form an unlikely friendship group and they, as their lives really kind of start to change from what's going on in the story. It's going to be a fascinating read and I hope everyone enjoys it and it is available on Box at the moment for everyone to read if you do fancy it too. I'm going to round off the podcast now with giving you a few little service updates. We have introduced more hours at Bells Hill Cultural Centre and at New Stevenson Library as well recently. Bells Hill Cultural Centre is now back to its pre-COVID hours with the reintroduction, reintroduction of its full Saturday day from 10 to 5pm. And New Stevenston Library is, has got another day to its opening hours as well, where it'll be open on a Thursday from 2pm to 7pm. It's great to be able to get these back open a bit more for you guys and hopefully you can enjoy the library service a little bit more in those two areas, which is great. 
The other thing we wanted to mention is that we have introduced an extra mobile library stop, which has got the best name ever of FitStop at Ravenscraig Regional Sports Facility. And it's going to be a fortnightly stop on Fridays at uh, 3 o'clock till 20 past 4. And you can come along to the stop there and get access to the mobile library. There is also going to be a, a FitStop collection available on the library, which is focusing on health fitness and well-being and it's a great resource to be able to have and it's a great opportunity to combine both of the kind of your visit to the sports centre and get access to the library as well so do check that out you can find out more about when it's going to be at the Ravenscraig by going to culturenl.co.uk slash fitstop and find out all about the stop as well. That's pretty much what we've got time for, guys. We have got one more episode left in this season before we have a short break, so do watch out for our next episode coming in a couple of weeks. If you have enjoyed this episode, please let us have hear some feedback by using the hashtag, hashtag FLBpodcast, or by dropping us an email to librarypodcast at northland.gov.uk. And, of course, do remember to sign up to our summer activities and also to the Summer Reading Challenge and enjoy reading over the summer. But that's all for now, guys. Bye-bye.